Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. Well, did you know that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is here? He is with us and He is in us. And He's just waiting, just waiting to do things in us, do things for us, and do things through us. Things bigger, far beyond what we can ask or think. He is just waiting. Gifts in hand. Miracles in hand. Just waiting for us to open our hearts and open our minds to receive it by faith. And before we go any further today, you could say, I believe I am going to receive something today. You can believe the Word of God is working in you beyond what you're even able to perceive in your mind. The Word of God will work in you even if you don't understand what it's doing. It is more powerful and it goes far beyond our mind. Believe God today that the power of His anointed Word is going to come into you and begin changing you, changing your mind, changing your body, changing your life for the glory of God. Let's pray. Let's pray today and believe that right now. Father, we join our faith together, agreeing together as touching these things. We ask for utterance, for anointing, for grace to receive. And we thank you in advance for the victories, for overcoming victories. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today we continue our Thanksgiving Victory Series, and it's so appropriate. Wow. Our two foundational scriptures today, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ, and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Thanks be unto God, who always... Do you like that? That means, that means you win again and again and again. And, and it's not because you're so smart or you're so pretty or you're so handsome or because you know everything or you can do everything perfectly. I'm telling you, when we overcome, when things work out well, when we receive victories, I assure you, it is by the grace of God. And if it's by the grace of God, 
we should be thankful. We should acknowledge it. If we are going to live the abundant life that God freely provides for us, then we are going to have to increase our capacity to receive from Him. And we do this by cultivating a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Cultivate, it means it's not just going to happen automatically. You have to make an effort to do it. Lifestyle. Lifestyle means not just once in a while that you say, thank you, Lord. It's day after day and night after night cultivating a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Well, how do we do that? Well, I'm going to give you three words today, three keys to cultivating this Thanksgiving lifestyle. The first one, the first one is that you recognize. Recognize what God has done. You're not going to be thankful for something that you don't even recognize that God's done. So don't give the credit to yourself when it's not true. Don't give the credit to other people. When God has done something in your life, recognize it, acknowledge it, and be grateful. Secondly, the second word is remember. One of the biggest weaknesses of human beings is that we forget. And you have to remind yourself and stir yourself up. The enemy, the enemy wants you to forget about every victory you've ever had. He wants you to totally forget about every miracle, about every healing, about every provision that's ever happened. Why? Because if you start remembering all the times that God has come through for you, it does something to your faith. It inspires you when you remember that that God met my need there and and this this seemed hopeless but but God brought me through again over there and 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 you keep going through all those things and and you keep remembering them it'll cause you to it'll cause you to become very confident that the same thing the same thing can happen again there's going to be a repeat of all that faithfulness of God. But if you forget it, then your faith is not going to be inspired. So what is a lifestyle of thanksgiving? Well, you've got to remember. You've got to remember all the things that God has done for you. You've got to put an effort to remember what he's done. And thirdly, the third word is to recount. Recount the things that God has done and express them. Don't just remember them silently, mentally. It's not just silent thankfulness. You need to open your mouth and say so. Psalm chapter 107 verse 2 it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Over in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So you recognize what God has done for you 
And then you remember it day after day and night after night. And then you recount it, expressing it verbally. You lift up your voice. You give thanks unto God. And when you do, you are going to be shutting the door to darkness. And you are going to be opening the door to light and to more grace. Remember, you can't be gracious to someone who feels they deserve it. Let me say that again. You cannot be gracious to someone who feels they deserve it. James chapter 4, verse 6, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. He gives his grace to the humble. One great example of this in the word is the story of Moses. In the book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 3, it says, Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all men who were on the face of the earth. Notice here that, that Moses is the most humble man in his generation. And if you review this story, the story of his life, you'll discover that he was also the most used man of his generation. You see, there's a connection between being used of God and being humble. Does this help you see the connection? God gives his grace to the humble. And who's going to be the most used of God? Well, the one who has the most grace on their lives. And Who's going to have the most manifestation of God's spirit, his power, his miracles, his revelation? All that is going to be by the grace of God. And who's going to have the most grace? Well, the person that's going to get the most grace or the most favor is going to be the most humble. Now, one of the characteristics of true humility is thankfulness. Proud people, proud people are not thankful people. Why? Well, you see, proud people, they take credit for the stuff, all the stuff for themselves. So if you're going to um, thank anybody, they, you know, think about this. If this person's proud and someone thanks them, well, of course, they're going to take the credit. And if, if they decide to give thanks, they're probably going to be thanking themselves. Be humble today, my friend. Be humble. You know, acknowledge that, that say to yourself, I had help. I had major help. God brought me through. Think about a time when you prayed and you believed in faith for something. And God came through for you. Well, this faith that you believed for, this faith that you were believing for, where did it come from? Well, it was a measure of God's faith, right? It came from him. And now, how did you get this faith? Well, it came from hearing his words. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how did you get faith from hearing his word? Well, God called someone to preach it. 
and to teach it to you and gave you the opportunity and the ears to even hear it. And as you were waiting, as you were waiting for God to answer your prayers, think about this. Were you ever tempted? Were you ever tempted to get discouraged and, and think that, that you were, you were believing for something and it was just not going to happen? Of course you did. And didn't God encourage you? Didn't he cause other people to speak words of encouragement to you? And when the prayer was answered and when, when the miracle came, when the healing came, when the provision came, where did it come from? Well, it came from God, right? Well, if it was God's faith and God's word and God's ministers and God's sustaining and God's provision and God's faithfulness, then shouldn't God get the credit? You know, sometimes it's not just what we say, it's our mentality. We're not thinking right. Do you understand that that I cannot do anything except by the grace of God? Paul Paul talks about this. He said, from, from what I have done in the past, now, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing here. Paul's saying, from what I've done in the past, he said, I'm not worthy to be called an apostle. He said, but I have labored more abundantly than they all. Now listen to what he said, though, over in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Paul was fully aware that all the things that he had been able to start and to continue and to accomplish and to finish had not just been by his own strength, his own determination, his smarts or his faith. It was by the grace of God. And tell me again, who's going to get the grace? It's the humble. So who's going to get more grace? Those who are more humble are going to get more grace. And by his grace, you and I will always triumph. And by his grace, you and I will always receive the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Be humble today, my friends. Be thankful and watch God go to work in your life. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12:2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.